When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You don't control me, timer. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, so we got some news this morning about some insider information uh, about the SpaceX Starship launch that may be happening sometime soon. Jeff Francis, Stefan, hey, what's up? Hello from Germany again. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So let's take a look at this poll. 42% still. Say August, 29% say July, September, 25%, and October, October, October is 4%, October plus. So October, November, December, and then 2023, possibly. I don't know. Um, I have my feelings on this as well, but I, I know that SpaceX is working super hard to get this stuff done. And I, I know because I've seen it. I've seen them working on it. 24-7. I was talking yesterday during the um, the live update stream um, that when I was down at Starbase, you know, I spent nine months there reporting on Starship. And one night I went down there at like three o'clock in the morning just to see what's up, you know, went down to Starbase on side of Highway 4. I brought my cameras and all my gear, like everything's been loaded in the trunk. I have this big backpack full of like 50 pounds of camera gear. And I threw in my trunk, got down there. It's about a 25 minute to 30 minute drive from my house. And I got there at three o'clock in the morning and there's like a million people there still working. And I mean, it's a night shift, mind you. And it was kind of a, a push at that point from SpaceX to get this thing going. It was uh, uh ship 420. So they were pushing super hard, but there were a ton of people there always working 24 seven. So that being said, we know that SpaceX isn't slowing down, you know, now that they got the Fonzie, now that they're ready because of the environmental impact study and everything, all of that stuff is done. They have 75 ish things, 70 something things that they have to take care of in order to launch this thing. And then they have to get an FAA launch license on top of that. Well, SpaceX is still working as hard as ever. And they just did a B 7.1 uh, tank test last night. And it looked like there was some weird venting going on with that. But that's sort of a, a thing that we're not 100% sure about why that was venting off the side of B7.1. But they may be doing another test today. There's possibly another. I mean, there's a road closure coming up uh, today. And, you know, I didn't get any alerts on my phone if the road is closed quite yet um, because I'm not down there at Starbase yet. I can't really get kicked out of Starbase like I used to. Because that was always fun. <laughs> that was always fun. You're down there and you're filming and stuff. And the the police show up and they're like, oh, yeah, but you got to leave, buddy. And it's like, oh, man, I was going to get that cool shot. <laughs> but, you know, you know, you know that that it's for the best and you have to kind of hang out and chill and just go down the road a couple miles. And luckily I had a big lens. So, um, you know, so I could continue to, to shoot stuff from there. But here's some road closures. Um, 
screaming in my basement says, nice NASA jacket. Where did you get it? I got it like two years ago and I can't remember where I got it. I really can't remember it, but thank you. I think it's pretty sweet too. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> how big it's a 600 millimeter lens. Uh, hold on. It's a 600 millimeter lens. It's like this big. It's like, it's girthy too. It's like, it's a big, big, like big lens. <laughs> <laughs> uh no chance for some static fires today right uh Seifeld, no there's no static fires today there's been no uh overpressure test or no overpressure um notices handed out yet mary boca chica gal on twitter hasn't had a, a notice yet and she's usually the go-to source for those kind of things and once she posts that people freak out i freak out right i freak out because we know that something cool is going to be happening and Considering that it, she hasn't done that yet, uh, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. Uh, screaming in my basement says, I predict a launch mid-August. I'm thinking, and this is just me knowing what I know from actual experience down there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking up to 90 days, but after 90 days, it's going to be, I think they're going to pull it off within 90 days. I really do. I think they're going to pull it off in 90 days within these next 90 days, three months. So September, I moved there last year, September, September 10th. I got into Brownsville and 11th. I moved into my apartment. Uh, so I could have stayed there for a year and saw the launch, but I had to come back to New York for some uh, family stuff. So unfortunately, I'm not in Brownsville right now, which I would love to be there. Um but I'm here and I will be taking a trip down to Brownsville uh, for the launch. So if you want to support that in any way, the easiest way is to like this video. Literally, the easiest way is to like the video. If you want to subscribe to the show, very cool. I appreciate that tremendously. It helps out a ton. And it also shows, like I said before, it shows YouTube that you're interested in Starship content. So there you go. That's a really good way to show YouTube that like, hey, I like Starship content. This guy does a lot of Starship content. I want more Starship content. So if you subscribe to my show, you'll probably get fed a bunch of other cool Starship content too. So thank you for all the new subs. Thanks for all the new likes. We're trying to get up to 100 likes today. So thank you very much for that. Now, these are there's some road closures coming up. And I want to show you this. Check this out. Road closures coming up today. Wednesday, June 29th, possible between 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Um, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., possible closure. And then June 30th on Thursday is a primary date for the next window of opportunity for testing for something. We're not sure what. It could be another B7.1 test, but it could also be a uh, pressure test for booster, and it could be a cryo test for booster because they just installed 33 Raptor engines on this thing. So Raptor 2 is actually. So if you if you think about it, they have to retest a lot of the systems that were in there before, because before they put the Raptors on, they have to make sure that everything works right, because there's no real reason to put the Raptors on if the tanks don't work. You know what I'm saying? And if the pressure doesn't hold, and if it can't be cryogenically frozen, then there's no reason to put the Raptors on this thing. So they did all those tests before the Raptors were put on. So going forward, there's a possibility that they do that whole gambit of tests again. Right. So the gambit of tests could be cryo load, 
uh, ambient pressure testing, things like that going forward. And then probably an igniter test. They've already done an igniter test uh, less than a week ago, I think, somewhere around there. But they may need to do another igniter test for certain raptors that they um, that they're going to do the static fire for. So igniter test basically goes um, shush, <laughs> shush, but they don't light the engine. You know, they just have to make sure that the igniter works. So when the fuel hits the igniter, it all goes. So that's good. Uh, so that's a possibility that these things could take a lot of time, you know, and I'm looking at these road closures, June 30th, Thursday, June 30th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then look at this. It skips down July 5th right here, July 5th, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So between Thursday, June 30th and July 5th, they lose about almost a month or not a, a month, about a week of testing. So about five days of testing, they lose that time because of the 4th of July holiday. Brownsville and Boca Chica Beach, super busy during these times. Very, very busy. It's a vacation spot. Uh, it's busy during nice days. And I've seen, you know, lots of cars down there. It's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, too, by the way. If you've never been down there, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And there's people everywhere down there. But you have to drive like 30 minutes from Brownsville to get down to this place. And it's a drive for 25 of those 35 minutes through literally nothing. Just like a long stretch of road through the desert, basically, through the wetlands and through... Um, through sand and like scorching sun to get down to this beach. But 4th of July weekend, SpaceX and Cameron County have come to an agreement to not do any testing between those days. So that being said, uh, Judge Trevino, Eddie Trevino, is the person in charge of giving the okay for Cameron County and SpaceX to, uh, to do their they're testing, right? So this guy right here, Eddie Trevino Jr. Seems like a really nice dude. I've never met the guy, but he seems really cool. Um, but he is, uh, he's the guy, you know, every time you see these road closures right here, order closing Boca Chica beach and state park highway or state highway, June 30th, 2022. Eddie Trevino is on here somewhere. Where's his name? Uh, Eddie Trevino Jr. right up here at the top. You can't really see it, but uh, court approved an order authorizing County Judge Eddie Trevino Jr. to execute any and all necessary appropriate notices or orders of temporary closure of State Highway 4. Um, Cameron County Judge Eddie Trevino Jr. has ordered the temporary closure of access to Boca Jiga Beach as well as State Highway 4 uh, from FM 1419 to the entrance of Boca Chica Beach uh, due to anticipated testing activities for SpaceX on the 30th. So that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. And then there's one for 27th. It's pretty much the same thing. But the the road is at the beginning. The other road that they're talking about here. I want to show you this real quick. Highway 4. That's like the whole strip of Highway 4. Oklahoma Avenue is at the very beginning. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files all of my writing stuff and all my photos and you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, 
all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required free trial. Check it out, play with it, start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ stock exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Of Highway 4, as you're going from Brownsville down to SpaceX's Starbase. So... Oklahoma Ave is very far away. And I got confused uh, months ago, four or five months ago, something like that. It was pretty late at night, I think, or I was really tired from the sun <laughs> from being at Starface all day. And I was like, wait, why are they closing the whole road? <laughs> and I freaked out. I was like, why are they closing the whole road? This has got to be something crazy. And then it really wasn't. It's just like every notice is from Oklahoma Avenue all the way down to the end. But this is basically like, so they have a boilerplate so they can say, okay, we need to we need to close this whole road, you know, if we need to. And they don't have to do any sort of weird stuff, you know, and try to figure it out later. So it's just a boilerplate of Oklahoma Ave, which is at the beginning of Highway 4, all the way down to Starbase. So it's like a 25-mile trip from there. Basically from the um, the checkpoint, there's a Border Patrol checkpoint. Basically from the Border Patrol checkpoint all the way down to Highway 4, or all the way down Highway 4 to Starbase. So Eddie Trevino signs off on these things, right? Eddie Trevino also uh, came out the other day on the Rio Grande Guardian and said, uh, I expect Starship to launch from Boca Chica within the next 90 days. Okay, so Eddie works super close with Elon. He works super close with the SpaceX team. He works super close with Cameron County. He knows everybody. He knows everybody. He shakes hands. He kisses babies. He's a politician. He's a, he's a, he's a judge. You know, he's, he's one of those people that you can trust with this sort of information. And on the Rio Grande Guardian, um, 
they were asking him questions. Uh, so this is in the defense, the future of aerospace defense and energy in Brownsville. It's a conference that happened down there in Brownsville. He said during a Q and a, um, who asked it? Helen Ramirez asked him, I know you don't have a crystal ball in your pocket, but what is your prediction in terms of the starship launch? And you think about this for a second. This is the guy to ask because he knows some stuff that even me, like I, I talked to the workers down at Starbase, you know, every day I was like, Hey, what's up? And I got to know a few of them, you know, but they never told me anything. And I lived in the same apartment complex as like four SpaceX guys. So they didn't spill any beans, but Eddie Trevino, he knows some people, he knows what's up. So after they said, uh, I know you don't have crystal ball in your pocket, but what is your prediction in terms of a starship launch? Helen Ramirez said, and then Eddie said, I could accurately say that if it was up to SpaceX, it would have been today or yesterday. I can say that with 100% degree of certainty. So Eddie's saying, holy moly, let's do this. SpaceX is 100% ready. They want to do this right now. Let's get this going. So um, he also goes on to say, but I think on the real aggressive side, we are probably talking 30 days, real aggressive side. So 30 days from now, June 29th, 2022, by the end of July, really aggressive, SpaceX could possibly launch Starship. I think, but I think on the real aggressive side, we are probably talking 30 days. On the more moderate side, probably 60 days and more realistically, 90 days, but it could be anywhere in that ballpark. More realistically, he says, 90 days. Could they have another influence or another another influx of people pushing Starship? Could they have hundreds of workers coming down to Starbase to get this thing stacked up again? to get a full stack of starship again and to do all the testing it's totally possible. They have engineers all over the country. They have engineers at Hawthorne, California. They have them in Texas. They have them in Florida. So all those people from different places could come together at Starbase and just be like, let's do this. Let's get this done because they have the FAA approval for the environment, but they don't have a launch license yet. So it's possible that they get a launch launch license whenever the FAA agrees to do it. So <laughs> that's the kicker, right? The FAA, we're waiting, right? We're waiting for this, but they need to, SpaceX needs to demonstrate that they can stack this thing. They need to demonstrate that they can static fire this thing. And they also have to do those 75-ish things that the FAA's environmental study um said they need to do in order to launch this. So they're in the process of that. And most of them are pretty easy. Most of them are like donate $5,000, you know, like that's pretty easy for SpaceX donate $5,000 for the oscillate fund or something like that. And then there's one build a bridge. So the animals can get across the highway. So they don't get hit by cars anymore. You know, things like that could take a little bit of time could take, I mean, it doesn't have to be a crazy bridge. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a huge infrastructure plan for this thing to happen. But, but Highway 4 is a, a protected area around there. So they have to work with the Department of Transportation and also uh, the Department of Conversa Conservation, et cetera, to get this done. So 
that may take a little while, you know, 30 to 60 days to get all that kind of paperwork together and then to get it ready and get the supplies ready. They'll hire a local contractor to do it. SpaceX themselves aren't going to do it. They'll hire somebody. They hire local contractors in Boca Chica area, Brownsville area all the time to do this stuff. So there's a possibility that they just go, okay, so we have, we know what we need to get done. Uh, we have to do this in 10 days. Can you build this? And then any contractor in Brownsville will be like, Anything you say, Elon, <laughs> you know, like whatever needs to be done, we're going to do it because they they also have um, they have existing relationships with contractors that build things for them, lay concrete, et cetera. So it's possible um, that they can get this done in a relatively short manner of time. There has to be a viewing area as well for people to check out the wildlife down there. Um, things things like that of those of that nature that are sort of um, sort of sort of easy, you know, things that are like, they can probably build that over a week, you know, like build a viewing area for about a week. So that could take a little bit of time, but in same time, they just hire somebody to do that. You know, they might have a little bit of paperwork to do to get that ready and get it started, but they hire somebody else to do that. So the engineers that are working on starships aren't working on road projects. So the stuff that's happening at Starbase isn't going to be affected by these little side project that they have to do. So those will be pretty easy to get done, I think. And I think those will be done within the next 30 days. So as uh, Eddie Trevino says, um, I think on the real aggressive side, we are probably talking 30 days. So if Raptor 2s work, if they can get cryo tests, if they can get pressure tests, if they can get all the tests done within those 30 days and they can show the FAA that this thing is ready to fly because they have to show, they can't just be like, Hey, FAA, we have this experimental rocket. Um, and we think it's going to, it might run on the pad and like do some really bad damage. Um, they have to show that this thing is totally okay to fly, uh, because the FAA won't allow them to fly if they don't have the concrete evidence that this is not going to be a danger to people or the environment around it or, you know, down the way, I mean, they're going to be flying this thing to Kauai, right? So they're going to be, they're going to be flying the booster into the, um, into the Gulf of Mexico, and then they're going to be landing it there. And then they're going to be flying this rocket starship, uh, almost a full orbit to Kauai and then landing it in a, uh, a Navy zone, basically where they take old ships to die. So they take these old ships, send them out there and they blow them up. And they sink them. It's kind of, they do exercises out there where they're like, okay, we're going to do a targeting exercise today. Um, and we're going to, we're going to blow up a boat or something like that. So Starship is going to be in the same sort of graveyard of, uh, of ships at that point. So yeah, that's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a pretty decent process. And if you have any questions, let me know in the chat. Also, uh, thanks for the 49 likes. If you like content like this, if you like Starship content, let me know by hitting the like button. And um, if you do that, SpaceX, or you'll get more SpaceX stuff in your feed too, which is always good. So thanks so much for the new likes. Thanks for the new subs too, because working on getting our sub count up to 100,000 and we're 88,000 plus now. So super pumped. And I want to, I want to say real quick after my little diatribe there about SpaceX, I want to say thank you to a few people that have become members of the channel. Kenneth Marnati, Diane Hirschfang, 
a stargazer girl, uh, Jeff Francis, Preeti, Carrie Ann, Bob Brink, Tammy Blosser, uh, Neil Anderson, Tom, Michael Maxey, Maria Guiney, and Court Holio. <laughs> Court Holio's uh, profile picture is Beavis and Butthead, which is the best. And Shard Baby. Everybody knows Shard Baby and Happy Cappy. Thanks so much, everybody, for all of the new memberships of the channel to the channel. And if you want to become a member, that would be great because it helps the show out. And also, it helps fund trips to rocket launches. So I'm going to be down in Starbase um, for this launch. It's going to be cool. It's going to be great. So if you want to help that um, that cause, become a member. It takes a second and uh, really helps out a ton. It's like five bucks a month or something like that. So basically, got Patreon, but on YouTube. Um, so we got to we got to. Like, take a look at other things that Eddie Trevino said, too. Let me t look at the chat real quick. Still can't believe the booster can land in these tiny pins. That is mind-blowing. It's insane. It's insane how big this thing is, um, but also that it's going to be landing, like, that that precise. You know, and I I don't, I, I don't, they're not going to be catching any anytime soon. I don't think they're going to be catching any. And uh, in Cameron County anytime soon, because I don't think the um, I don't think the FAA is going to allow them to do a flyback for a while until they prove that they can land these things. Because, I mean, Falcon 9, it took them a while to land it, right? It took them a, a bunch of tries to land a Falcon 9. So it's going to be a while before they actually get to land on the chopsticks with a booster or a ship. So I'm not expecting it. Anytime this year to try that, I think it's going to be next year that they're going to be landing on the on the arms at some point, possibly even longer along the line than that. Could be two years from now. But rapid reusability, they have to make sure that everything works right and that they can get a very precise landing when they land in the Gulf or when they land on land. I mean, there's a possibility that there are some islands out by Kauai that are kind of uninhabited or have very, very few people that live there. And there is um military bases on them so spacex is looking into actually landing either ship or booster out there away from everything else away from their landing area in cameron county just so they can test it on land too but we'll see we'll see what happens with that because we don't really know they're not really working they're not really focusing on that they're more focusing on getting to orbit first and once they can prove that they can get to orbit they might not even make it to orbit this time like this, this might just go up in smoke. You know, it's the first orbital flight attempt for Starship. So it might make it over the Gulf of Mexico and they, that might be it. <laughs> you know, they, they might make it a couple miles out and then that could be it. Um, a hundred million things could go wrong with this thing. So it's an experimental thing and they have to show the FAA that they're ready to go. So, uh, Eddie Trevino also talks about the Fonzie a little bit in this article. It's on the RioGrandeGuardian.com. SpaceX understands, and they are committed to making sure that they protect the environment and do not impact it negative for in any negative form or fashion. So they are involved and engaged. And SpaceX have been waiting on this. Uh, we have all been waiting on this, honestly, for quite a period of time. You know, um, I can tell. I can tell that Eddie is... He's chomping at the bit to get this thing launched. Uh, there's there's a lot to be done with Starship still, but the sooner they get this thing launched and the, the faster that it gets to orbit, the more they can ramp up production. 
And the more they ramp up production, the more money the county makes. Cameron County has made millions of dollars due to Starship and due to Starbase. So, you know, Eddie, Eddie's right on the ball there. He's been waiting. You know, this judge, Eddie Trevino, has been waiting. The whole Cameron County area has been waiting. They're bringing in thousands of jobs to that region. So, uh, Eddie, the insider, coming through, coming in hot. <laughs> but he, he goes on to say, um, you know, that that there's a difference between Boca Chica Beach and Florida. And I want to talk about that for a couple seconds, too. He says, obviously, the difference between Boca Chica and Florida is that we have not done it yet. We have not launched here. We have had a few tests, but we don't have the launching industry that Florida does. So we are literally inventing the wheel here. I think the FAA, understandably so, wanted to make sure that they crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's before they gave approval. Which is totally okay. And I was talking about that earlier. About how the FAA also has to make sure that Starship will launch and it'll be okay. So if they if SpaceX proves to the FAA that this thing looks like it's going to make it at least to a uh, at least to a, a safe place, then I think the FAA will say, okay, let's go. Let's go, SpaceX. Let's get this thing done. Let's launch this thing. Let me take a look at chat real quick. Um, still can't oh the tiny pens. Uh da da da. Lunar Starship for Artemis 3, I think 2025 to 2026, but for Mars crude, I'd say 2035. I feel like 2030 is still a too ambitious date for Mars. I'd love to be wrong though. Now let me take a drink of my ridiculously large bottle of water. This is a this thing is huge. I got this the other day, it was on sale, and I was like, this is huge. Talking for like 30 minutes straight. Hurts your throat. Especially an impassioned starship talk. <laughs> you know who I can't, who I don't understand can do this stuff is the angry astronaut. He's always so mad. <laughs> he always has an angry voice. So I don't know. I don't know how he does it. I love that guy. I love the angry astronaut. I've had him on the show before. He's a great dude. He's a great dude. But the way like his voice is so gravelly. And, uh, you know, I, I think that, <laughs> he's pretty awesome, but I don't know how he does it for that long. I really don't. Um, one link at a time. LLC says, can you turn up your mic? I can't. This is, oh, let me try. Hold on. Let me try over here. I'll try it with hardware. There we go. Try it with the hardware. I don't want to blow it out, but let's try this. There we go. Is that better for you? There we go. Um, so yeah, when he has that gravelly voice, I'm like, man, if I tried to do that for that long, as long as he does for his live streams, I would probably blow out my vocal cords. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the economic impact too that Eddie Trevino says. So, so Eddie said anywhere between 30 and 90 days, if you're just joining us here, between 30 and 90 days for the launch of a starship. What's up, Tech 10? Welcome back. Um, economic impact of starship down there at Starbase. This is also from the Rio Grande Guardian. I want to give him a shout out because this is a great article and I want to uh, I want to give him a shout out. Hopefully people check him out. Uh, Eddie says the expectation was we were going to have a couple of hundred jobs. This is initially that he said this uh, initially, and we were very excited about that. It is over 1600 jobs now, plus over 6000 indirect jobs. That's huge for Cameron County. It's one of the poorest counties in America. There's literally nothing there. Um, 
it's just a big wide open desert kind of, I mean, I, I lived there. I know, I know. And I've, it's Texas. So you're far away from everything. Like the closest little town is like 25 miles, 25, 30 miles away. And there's kind of nothing in between you and them except for houses and stuff. So it's like, it took me two days to drive out of Texas when I was coming back to New York. Two days. And it was like a seven hour day every, you know, seven hour trip every day. So it took me a lot, took me a while to get out of there. There's nothing down there. So of course the environmental impact or not the environment, the uh, economic impact is huge. 20, uh, you know, tw- what? 1600 jobs plus 6,000 indirect jobs, about 8,000 jobs. As I say that, um, the investment 8.1 million in sales and property taxes, $8.1 million for Cameron County and Brownsville area, huge over 570 million in compensation and benefits, payroll, 650 million in added on production and goods over 900 million in aggregate market value goods and services. That's huge huge. And he said during COVID Brownsville hotels were largely full. Unlike in other areas, he put this down in large part to SpaceX and the ancillary aerospace activity. So basically during COVID SpaceX workers still had to come into towns. People like myself were there to uh, document it and people were just there to do work. You know, they were living in hotels they're living in motels and there's a bunch of them on the Island. There's a bunch of them, um, you know, uh, through Brownsville and that whole area. But he says the hotel industry didn't really suffer that much. So that's pretty great. They filled up our hotels. They were eating in restaurants. That's the other thing too. Like the, the ancillary markets, the little markets, um, restaurants, hotels. Cool. Okay. So that's great. But you go buy gas, you go into the, the grocery store, you may go to a gym, you may get a gym membership. You may, Whatever you have to buy clothes, so you go to Target, etc. So all those little industries ramped up because SpaceX was there. They filled up hotels, they were eating at restaurants, they were supporting local businesses, they continued to grow. It is no exaggeration to say that they helped the region get past COVID at a time when everyone else was suffering. Our hotel occupancy was at 90 plus percent. Yeah, insane. Our airlines were at 80 to 90% capacity. So it's no exaggeration to say that SpaceX has made its mark. We're really excited about what the immediate and near future means for us. So he says between 30 and 90 days for SpaceX to launch this thing. And I'm excited about it because I got my hotel booked. I have a a rolling hotel um, date that I'm just kind of like, I'm waiting and I'm just, I'm excited to go down there. So I got a week in the hotel because if something happens and they're like, well, we're going to launch, say if they launch July 15th, right? Or if they want to launch July 15th, but they put it on hold for a week or for a couple days, that's fine. I'll still be there covering it. And I'll be doing, uh, when I get down there, 24-hour streams. So make sure to subscribe to the show. Um, it's going to be really, really cool in the near future um, for those launches too. So I was down on the side of the road for you know Highway 4 for nine months. And I can't wait to get back there. I think it's going to be really, really great. Um, what do you think the time between each launch will be at the peak Starship recycle time, Jay Fidel? Um, peak? Same day? <laughs> I think it's going to be same day. You know, I, I, Elon wants one hour. He wants it to be like an airline. So 
I'm guessing peak will be same day, but the FAA has to do licensing and stuff too. And I don't know, you know, I, I think SpaceX could do it within an hour, but also the FAA has to approve every single launch that they do. And if they can figure that out, that would be really great. But it's it's a tough one because the FAA is so slow. Um, and don't forget the publicity increase of all the businesses in Cameron County. Yeah, exactly, Tech Ten. Exactly. They eventually want those down and up again as fast as Ryanair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They want them to go as soon as possible. They want them up and down. They want to find just like an airline, land one. Refurbish it a little bit, put more people in it or cargo, whatever, and then launch another one. That's it. That's what they want. So um, that's about it for today, guys. I really do appreciate you stopping by. Let's, uh, you know, let's just hope for SpaceX to launch this thing within the next 90 days as uh, Judge Trevino wants them to do within 30 to 90 days. So that's about it for me today, everybody. I really do appreciate the 83 likes. If we could just have like spam likes real quick, can we get to 100? Is that possible? Let's do it for one minute. Let's do a, a like spam for like one minute and see if we can get it. Because that would be amazing if we get to 100 likes in like 60 seconds. All right. Are we ready? Okay. 85 likes. We need, we have 86 likes. Okay. Let's spam it. Let's go. Bob Brink. Thank you for all you do for us. Thank you for all you do for me. Thanks, Bob. I really do appreciate that super chat. Do we have a alert? Do we have an alert? Do we have Starship alerts? Yes, we do. Look at that. Oh, it's not even on the top. Hold on. Let me get you on top here. Oh, man. I can't believe I set that up wrong. Oh, and it stopped. Bob. <laughs> Bob, I'm sorry. I didn't get you. I didn't get you, man. <laughs> We're 98 likes, two more. Can we spam it? Just two more. That would be amazing. Uh, hit the like button, KP says. I think the future, because of Starship, the FAA will have to change their policy. Yeah, and the FAA is slow, so it might be a while before they do that. Ron Trader, hey, how's it going? Bob Brink, OG Bob Brink, thank you so much for your support. I really do uh, appreciate everything you've done for the show, everything you've done for me. I couldn't have done it without you. We're at 100 likes now. Thank you so much, everybody. I'm guessing by 2040, SpaceX will have the kind of quick cycle capability. Thanks for the stream. It was very interesting. And will you be watching SES 22 in a couple hours? Yes, I will. I will be watching it. That'll be awesome. I can't wait for that. Um, so uh, have a great day, everybody. We got the 100 likes. We have 103. Bob Rank, thank you again for your support. I'm going to read off a couple people because you know what? Um They've helped out tremendously. So much. Bob Brink, Grace Ryan, Ken Seert, Maria, Jerry Rawson, Chad Loden, Gunther, Stefan, Magair, Samantha Christ, Jack Savage, Money Flex Life, Neil Thorne. Everybody has helped out tremendously. So thank you so much for all of your support, everybody. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you next time on the Space News Pod. 